one of my best, best friends told me this line. It was like, people like the most compassionate people actually have the strongest boundaries. Welcome to the Wonder Souls podcast. I am your host, Dani Cervantes, and I'm here to share with you all things mindset, personal development, growth, living with intention, entrepreneurship, and manifesting your most extraordinary life. Because I truly believe that anything you can dream, you can achieve. And now, let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Wondershows podcast. I'm so freaking excited to be recording this intro and the interview here in our new apartment in New York City. So it's official. We got our new place and we're loving it. And honestly, there's nothing like like being at home, like being, you know, at your place, right? If you didn't know, for the last month or so, we were living with a friend here in New York City. So, I mean, we had our own room, but, you know, it, it wasn't our, our home. It wasn't our apartment. So it just feels so nice to be here. I feel so much more, you know, like established in the city, even though, you know, we're new to New York City. Um, but yeah, it, I honestly, I'm feeling so good about this and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to build our home little by little and show you guys, show you guys the process. So yeah, so it's so good to be back, you know, to the podcast. And today we have an incredible, incredible interview with Alexandra Shelley, better known as BB. And so we met a couple years ago, you know, via the internet, of course. And, you know, we've just been in each other's energy, you know, through like on like through Instagram and stuff. So it was so good to, you know, finally record a podcast together, you know, get on a call. And so this call, you know, lasted for like two hours because we actually recorded a podcast, like an, an episode for her podcast and one for mine. And seriously, both conversations were just so magnetic, so high vibe, like so vibrant. Like, honestly, I hope you guys can feel it or, or can hear it throughout the interview. But we were just like flying high and just having the best time. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. And this conversation was very, very special. And, you know, we talk about things that I hadn't talked about here on the podcast, you know. So I hope you guys love it. You you find it, you know, you, you find value out of it. Because I know, you know, for myself, I'm definitely taking so many nuggets from this conversation and applying it to my life. So yeah, just a little intro. So BB is a psychic medium channeler. She's also a book enthusiast, podcaster, an entrepreneur, and a writer. So she's doing all the things which we love. She was born, raised, and based in Southern California. And you're going to hear her whole story, but I, I just want to mention that she had these gifts since the age of four, but she was never, you know, sure of what they meant until now, a couple years ago. So now she's building her business, Embody Your Soul, you know, with the mission to help others discover their divine self through spiritual connection and practices. So she's doing just amazing, amazing work. So yeah, let's let's jump right into it. And I hope you guys love it as well. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to have you on the Wondershows podcast. Welcome, girl. Oh, thank you so much. Like this, my face hurts from smiling, just smiling ear to ear. We just like, our energy just totally matches and we just like keep going on. Oh my God, same. Like my cheeks hurt so much from smiling. And yeah, like I just feel so like expanded by your energy. It's so magnetic and I love it. So I'm so excited for everyone to listen to you, girl. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, well, I would like to start with obviously, you know, introductions. So, you know, I, I remember I first met you when you were doing the book club, right? So it like, it's been a long time. And so now you're doing so much more than that. So please like, tell us about your journey, how you started, like what you're doing right now and just every, I want to know it everything. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm trying to figure out like where to begin. So I, so as like people can, you know, know I am a psychic medium and I have had these gifts ever since I was a very, very little girl. I would say my first my first experience was when I was four, but I didn't know that. I didn't, I, you know, because you're such a little person, you don't know what's happening and you're kind of confused and like not in bewilderment, but just like wonder, kind of like, wow, what, what was that? But again, you it's just, it's just interesting. I'm almost speechless by it because it's like I wasn't even sure how to describe it. And still to this day, but I didn't realize that until honestly in my 20s. And so all my life, I would say I was really that little girl who would be like literally running on the playground and then stop and be like, I am this little person on this big planet and there is some greater force taking care of us. Who is this? What are we? Like just kind of this big zoom out. And that would happen to me several times. I'd be like, all right. Like I would just start playing again. And so for so many years, I would have these like deep, crazy, like existential like thoughts. And so really it just now it explains so much of like why people saw me a certain way. My creative outlets were dance, writing, and reading, and play for sure. I was a dancer for so many years. I think that was a way for me to like really just how to move energy in my body. And and that's been a really important practice in my life. I had millions and millions of journals. I love to write. I love to also write stories. So that's where my love of writing came. And reading, I've always had a deep love for reading, but I would say the deep, deep obsession and love happened in college. So, you know, I call myself in the most loving way. I think for a while it was more like a black sheep, like misunderstood, even though my dark ego self gets that way. (laughs) My bubbly kind soul self is I have always been a little different from my siblings and people in my family. I don't know if you've done that personality test with like the ENF thing, but like I'm an ENFP and I would say every single one of my family members is like an INF. J or like an INSTJ. So I'm like, even just from that, like the way I see life, the way I see every single waking moment is so different. And I've just kind of, I've accepted that. So my dad is, you know, very pragmatic. He's an incredibly successful entrepreneur. He has deserved all the success because he's a beautiful, wonderful man. He, you know, going to college, he's like, you need to do something, you know, that will make you money. And I want you to take care of yourself because he, he loves strong women. It's like mm-hmm. such a beautiful thing. So he obviously wants me to take care of myself. So I was like, well, I want to do creative writing, but you know, the way I grew up understanding that was like, oh, I'll be a starving artist, which is not the case at all anymore. I don't, yeah. I don't believe, I think that's complete bull crap. So I studied advertising and creative writing, which was honestly such a perfect outlet for me because it was very, it's a huge industry, but also, you know, I got to really master my craft or just, you know, be on the path of mastering my craft in like really dynamic ways. And, you know, I got in the advertising industry for quite some time and I uh, landed some internships and gigs at like some really successful agencies, but I always knew like, I just knew I was meant for something more. Mm-hmm. It's like just, I just knew, like even what we were literally talking about earlier, is like I just knew I was this extraordinary being. I didn't really understand how, like it's like my my head was take. I was taking moonshots, and I didn't know how to verbalize it. But I think people literally, like literally, teachers called me stupid. Like people thought, oh, completely. Like my math teacher in high school, uh, in a report called me a ditz and airhead. And like, yeah, so I was like, I was not taken seriously for a lot of my life. I don't, I still don't think I am. (laughs) (laughs) I accepted it. And so again, it was just a really interesting journey of just trying to like understand like the the greatness that lived in me and where it belonged. So 
I would say, you know, we're in 2018 and I'm living in Orange County and I'm at an ad agency. And, you know, that's where, well, first I, it was kind of interesting how the order started. So I went on this whole kind of health journey because my, you know, my gut was really off. And so I healed it with a naturopath. And so that was kind of the start, honestly, of how I got to like, or actually kind of, you know what? No, I'm like trying to think because there's so much and I'm like, okay, how do I make this as like digestible as possible? No, tell us all of it. (laughs) So 2018, you know, my mom and my brother fly to New Zealand because my maternal grandmother is passing away. And so she passes away and I wasn't like crazy close to her. And in the week leading up to Halloween, all this crazy stuff is happening. And I didn't understand Halloween and how the veil is actually thinner for like three days. I think October 30th, 31st and November 1st. And so usually the time it takes people to cross over is like, it actually really depends on their soul's journey. It really depends on their soul's contract. So, you know, it could be hours, you know, when someone comes back to you or it could be months. But my grandma crossed over and she was visiting me days after she passed away. But of course, I didn't really understand what's happening. So I remember it was a Monday and I was going to sleep and it was midnight and I was like, oh, I hope my roommate Levi comes home because, you know, like sleeping alone in your apartment. And then I hear, you know, I thought he came home and I was like, okay, I can go to sleep. Like he's home. (laughs) I wake up and he wasn't there. And I was like, oh, did you come home last night? And he's like, no, I didn't. I was at Michael's and I was like, because I straight up heard doors opening, feet up the stairs, lights turning oh on, like fidgeting. So I was like, the first thought in my head was like, that's my grandma. But I'm like, no way. Like, babes, like, come on. And so for the whole week, I was experiencing all these really interesting things. Like, I would hear BB, like, so clearly. So it was crazy. And I'm like, I know I'm not dreaming. Like, I know I heard that out loud. And I felt this, like, weight on my left side. Like, it was, like, this, like, warm sandbag. Like, it was really interesting. But I just kind of was oblivious to it. Slash, I was, like, a little freaked out. But I, at the same time, I'm like, okay. Like, I know I'm I'm ultimately, I'm safe. I'm just kind of unsure Mm -hmm. of what's happening. And so then November 1st, I like have a regular morning, I go to the gym, I come home and I take a shower and in the fog in my bathroom mirror, there's writing and it says, this was with my soul. And I I just broke down because I'm like, okay, what, like, how, you know, how could that be an accident? How could that be a human being? writing on my bathroom mirror. Like it was this thin, beautiful, delicate writing with like a little heart next to it. And I remember calling my, calling Levi and I was like, did you do this? He's like, no, like, why would I do that? And I'm like, this was my grandma, like 110%. And so that day I was at my internship researching. I'm like, okay, how do like confront a spirit or blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing. My whole day was occupied. And so I'm like, Hey mom, can you come over with me? Um, Grandma Mummy's spirit has visited me and I would like you to be with me so I can like, you know, tell her hello, whatever. And so I read this letter out loud and actually digressing a smidge. So when I moved into this apartment, it was like a very hectic, crazy, wild day. I was organizing my books and what fell out of my Tony Robbins book was the letter I read out to her. No way. Oh Isn't my that gosh. crazy? I just remember that. Because I know you I love Tony. Shock. Like, Isn't that crazy? Yes. So I read I read this letter out to her with my mom and I was like, hey grandma, I love you so much. Um, I'm so honored that you're here, but can you not visit me at night when it like freaks me the fuck out? Like I love you. And I was feeling and experiencing and hearing and seeing all these sensations. And I was like, Mom, did you feel anything? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh my God, like what's wrong with me? Like what is going on? And so then in December, that's when I finally met um, my queen, my goddess, my friend, my colleague, my mentor, Melissa Wallace, who became my personal medium. And she was Mm -hmm. like, you have gift. I have to teach you everything you need to know. And I was like, 
all right, sounds good. And to be honest, I'm so that person that's like willing to do whatever it takes, like towards becoming the best version of myself because I just, I think that was something that got me through like the darkest, darkest days of my life when I fell into dark depression is like, I know there's a better BB than this. I know there's a better Alexandra. Like there's, there is a 2.0 in here. There's a 5.0 in here. And so I was like, I'm here, I'm here for it. And so for three to four, like three-ish years, she, it was full of self-development and tons of healing. And it's like, you know, healing was on fast track. Like I really went through so, so much. And that's where I was like kind of jumping ahead with the health thing because, you know, I had all these medical kind of um, phenomenons happening, but not really a lot of doctors understood what was going on. And I knew whenever they'd give me answers, it didn't feel right. And Mm -hmm you know, now today I'm so blessed, like those little flare ups happen, but at such a minimum, because I'm in a way better place in my life, I eat better, I think better, I live better. But so yeah, during that time, again, lots of self development, lots of healing, lots of tears, what else? And so of course, when I met Danny, I was launching and you know, creating my my love dog eared book club, which I'm absolutely head over heels obsessed with books. And you know, that was like a perfect start to kind of like, okay, I can get something out of my head and make it reality. Mm-hmm. And it's been a beautiful experience, you know, just the mistakes I made and this simply just hearing one person text me like, oh my God, you got me to read, like I'm reading now, like is the most magical thing in the entire world. So I think Dog Your Book Club will be something I'll have forever and always. And I still plan to have, you know, while alongside Embody Your Soul. And so with Embody Your Soul, you know, again, I've been on this self-development practice and Melissa at one point was like, BB, you need to. So we all have our, you know, spirit guides and we have our counsel. And she was like, you need to sit and meditate with your counsel and ask, what is your soul's purpose? Like, what are you meant to do with this gift? And what's really beautiful is when you have gift, you don't have to be a medium. You can be a drummer. You can be a teacher. You can be a business owner. You can be whatever. It's just about embodying like your gift, like what you're meant for the world. Because there's so many people out there who are actually definitely mediums, but they're, you know, they're doing other things. It's so anyways, so really it was my birthright to be a medium, which is like, okay, like this is it. And so Melissa was like, all right, so you're going to start taking courses. So I started taking courses and doing my thing. And, you know, my family and friends were aware of it. They were aware that I was doing these things. It wasn't really a bother to them. They were just kind of like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. That's amazing. Super cool. And then actually November, this, this, what do you call it? This most recent Thanksgiving, I met a really dear friend, Kathleen. She's, she's honestly like my soul sister. It's amazing. We met her, we met each other in like a mediumship course and we would like practice every day and or not every day, sorry, every Wednesday and like talk just because we were kind of the only people that would like understand like our day to day, you know? Mm-hmm. And so one day we're, we're meditating and we're sitting with my guides and her guides. And she's like, okay, your master guide Ishmael is t- telling you to get in the car and start driving. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, it's time to open the door. Like it is time to be a medium. And I'm like, no, oh fucking like, I'm like, really, really <laughs> right now. And so, I mean, of course, like I just, when I know something to be so and like so deep in my soul, I just go so hard. I'm like, let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. And so I I went to my designer. I'm like, website branding. This is going to be a thing. I am making it into reality. And so that was really exciting and such a beautiful process because with Dog Eared Book Club, even though it's it's so is my soul, you know, I wanted to be so cognizant of the colors and make sure it was unisex and men and, you know, any kind of soul, any kind of person can feel connected to it and not so girly because books are, they they carry, like, again, we were talking before, they carry such a beautiful balance of the masculine and the feminine. 
And so with body or soul, it's literally like, okay, what are the colors of my soul? And it's, it was amazing. It was really amazing. It's been amazing to build a business that is literally me. And, um, so then, yeah. So then pretty much like where I am today, it was wild. I manifested a really well-paying job at a pretty, you know, good agency and, you know, female owned. I was like, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. It will help me support, you know, Dog Your Book Club and Embody Your Soul and like whatever. This will be great. And so I'm in this job and I'm like, I, I really, this sucks. Like I was having meltdowns every day. It was horrible. I'm like, this is not worth the 80K I'm making. Mm-hmm. Like I'm making good money. And I'm like, this sucks. And I just kept asking spirit. I'm like, why am I here? What? Like, why? This is, I feel useless. And so then one morning, this is where all the rainbows started. (laughs) One morning, they were like, go to the beach, go to the beach, go to the beach over and over again. And I usually do my tea, my meditation, my Pilates. And, you know, I, I like keep it pretty like indoors. And I was like, okay, I'm going to trust you. So I get my clothes on. And then, of course, what's really funny, I turn on a podcast to listen to, and it's Jay, Shet- Jay Shetty's 10 Ways to Do to Get Things Done Even When You Don't Feel Like It. And I was like, well, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so perfect. And I walked down to the beach, and I was in the middle of voice messaging a friend. And I had to stop because I was like, holy shit, Cassie, there's a massive rainbow. And spirit presented me a beautiful rainbow on the beach. And I just knew that was their way of like, you are so guided. Everything like new beginnings are are coming. And so that was like my sign and my jam. And it was so funny. So it was after I read Laura Lynn Jackson, Jackson's book, Signs, uh, The Secret Language of the Universe, which I highly recommend to every single person. Ooh, and really for the next three weeks, it was this dance of affirmations, of meditations, of, you know, with spirit and communication of like, is this what I meant to do? And I, the, one of the coolest, coolest signs they showed me was right after, literally seconds after I was thinking, I was on the plane. I'm like, the only way I will succeed is if I jump. And if I jump, I have to quit my job. And if I quit my job, I need, I need a game plan. Like it was seconds. I look outside and there's the shadow of the plane and this rainbow ring light around the plane like it was guiding it and we were landing it was absolutely insane so i'm like that that was magical anyways it's it's been a wild and then even though i knew i should have quit they fired me which was totally fine i wasn't sad that i was fired because the energy was just so off i mean like not even to get too into it but like okay I, okay, so one of the like Claire's that I get major imposter syndrome from, which I know I shouldn't, I shouldn't have imposter syndrome at all, is Claire cognizance. And that's just like this deep knowing. You're like, I know that to be true. And I know for a fact my boss's dad died and his dad came to me. I smelt him, I felt him, and he was like, you need to go. I knew I should have left. I knew I should have taken the jump and I didn't, but I needed them to fire me because it was so clear. The energy was so petty and grimy Mm. and I was so disappointed. You'll be disappointed by this because you are an empowering female (laughs) boss queen. My, so my executive creative director, you know, she knew where I was coming from at my previous job. I was like, look, I want to feel supported. I want to feel celebrated for my ideas. You know, I have not been supported as a young female creative. And she was like, I am here for you. I got you. Like, and we went on walks together and I thought her and I really created a rapport. And there was, you know, one time I went to her and I was like, look, I'm really struggling. I really would love some insight on Like, I need help, asking for help. And I think she took advantage of that and saw that as a weak point and not as a point to help me and mentor me. And not even my direct boss could fire me. 
because that's when I knew I was like, okay, his dad for sure passed away because I mean, he's just, he, the, my direct boss, like didn't even talk to me for three weeks. Like I, like, it was just weird. It was this weird, petty, grimy energy. And I was like, you know what? I'll, is good. Like I was more sad about the way I was treated. I was more sad about how like the, the perpetual cycle of being so mistreated and how people just think it's okay to be mistreated in the workplace. Wow. I just, yeah. It really, really blows my mind. So yeah, anyways, off of that, now I'm here, I'm building my business. I, every single day I'm like, all right, God, all right, team, like tell me what to do because I feel like I'm floating, but at the same time, I'm not because I have so much trust. Like I just, you know, p- my parents are like, you need a job. Maybe do you want to get a master's in psychology? I'm like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no. I don't want to do any of that. I just, I know I don't. And so again, I know that was like the longest winded answer, but I was like, it just had to be because there was so much in it. Holy shit. It's like the most <laughs> epic, epic, crazy, beautiful story I've ever heard. Seriously. Wow. I uh, like I like, you honestly, like I know you saw my face through all of this. I was just like in chalk, pure chalk. Like this is absolutely blowing my mind. It's so beautiful how connected you are to yourself, to your spirits, to your guides, to your gifts. So it Yeah, no, it's absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, and so I have so many questions about, like, everything, right? But I want to start from, like, so, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you discovered your gifts when you were four years old, right? So how did that look like? Like, if you could, you know, describe that. I know it's so hard, but, like, if or, or, like, how could you describe that, you know? Like, what was it that you felt or, yeah. Yes. So the best way I can put it is I felt like my, like my, like every cell and inch of my body was expanding and it was, it was interesting. So we were in New Zealand and my maternal grandmother and my grandpa had a beautiful little cottage on the lake in Lake Tarawera. And since there is me, my older brother and my two younger sisters and my mom and my dad, there was a lot of us and they couldn't house all of us. So they had this sweet little trailer in the backyard and that's where the kids would stay. And I remember one like warm afternoon, I was laying in the trailer and I just felt this like really... I want to say the word intense, but I don't want the word intense to come off as like scary or burdening. It was mm. like this, oh, okay, it was this overwhelming feeling of warmth and it was like this intense weight and it felt like, literally it felt like, you know, the only way I could describe it for a long time was like, oh my God, I felt like every single part of my body was like growing like growing or like literally weighed like 300 pounds. But now that I've been able to like understand it a little bit more, it's my insides and my soul was expanding, but I could feel it to like the tips of my fingers and my toes and my eyelashes. And I just remember seeing like three really gentle, soft figures. It wasn't like crystal clear. That is a myth in mediumship is it is very rare to actually see a materialization of spirit unless the message and the energy is so urgent and important. Mm -hmm. It has not happened to me very often. So, and that was a myth that was told, a myth that was broken, told to me by my current teacher who is a world-class medium, Suzanne Giesman, if anyone wants to look her up. But so that was that experience. And I didn't understand that because, you know, again, I just didn't know. I was, I didn't understand myself for many, many years. And then I was with my medium, Melissa, and I was like, Melissa, I felt this feeling in meditation and it took me back to this experience. And she's like, BB, that was your first experience with spirit. And they're trying to heal that because they don't want you to be scared. They want to help heal your inner child. So that, yeah. So that was, again, like, that was a big description, but. Wow. That is so crazy. And so now I have a question. So when you met your mentor, Melissa, like, did she instantly know that you had these gifts or like, how, how did you meet her? 
So, okay, so funny. So when I was living back in Orange County for a bit, me my, and my little sisters would see this personal trainer. She's so great. And so then I stopped seeing her because I, you know, moved not like far away, but I was like, okay, like there's a gym near me. I'll just like go to the gym. But we still stayed connected. And when all this happened, you know, of course, I was telling my mom and my family and my little sister, Juliet, was like, Bibi, like Sandra – has been seeing this medium for years. You should go see her. She's based in Laguna Niguel. So I was like, absolutely. And she didn't have, you know, an opening till a couple months later. So I was like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) 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 So funny. And yes. So I think that's that's the really fun and beautiful thing about light worker to light worker is like they they pretty they pretty much know instantly. I mean more so when they like when I say tap in, um, it, that's really just a short way of saying dropping into meditation and dropping into the soul level to mm-hmm. connect with spirit. But she felt, I mean, she definitely felt my energy immediately. She was like, whoa, like, okay. And she felt it. Yeah. So she felt it instantly for sure. I mean, also this woman is so powerful. Like, honestly, I mean, maybe my friends and my family will be mad at me, but Okay, so now what my take on opinions and advice is like, okay, whatever I know connects with my soul, I will take opinions or opinions. You know, we all have them, just like buttholes. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But when Melissa says something, I will trust her with my life. I'm like, okay, like, because I just, I just trust her with everything. I know she's so tapped in, but also like, I know her intentions are so pure and so of God. And like, she is, she like wants me to succeed and she wants me to heal. So I'm just like, I will literally tell me to like dip my toe in like lava. Like I'll do it. And you'll do it. (laughs) Absolutely love that. That is so beautiful how you were able to find a mentor who you just connect at a soul level. Like from what I'm hearing, it's like, she's like your soul sister, like, you know, and it's so beautiful that you're learning from her. So that, that Mm. is amazing girl. And Mm -hmm. so I, you know, as you were just going through your whole story, you know, and you share with us about your journey like uh, yourself, you know, development journey and how, you know, it it was so hard, you know, so many tears were shed, but at the same time, right. It's when you had one of the most like profound moments in your life. And so now that I see you, you're like so connected with yourself, right. You're embodying your soul, just like the name of your business, your podcast. Right. And so I like, what are some tools or what are some things we can do to connect to ourselves, you know, to find or Mm. to embody our inner soul, you know? Mm. So I think the number one thing, which a lot of people don't like to hear, but it has to be said is just find time to get quiet. When I finally got quiet with my mind and my body and I sat in meditation because for a long time, like I'm so blessed I had Melissa because it was like the way she described me, she was like, it was like lightning in a bottle, but you just couldn't like contain it. And now that I'm able to really like, I mean, it's still, I, that's why I'm holding, it's not the crystal, it's the intention of grounding that I just want to say for everyone, but this is reminding me, okay, ground, breathe, like you got this. I mean, but I'm way more grounded than I was before, but that again, getting quiet and meditating is so huge because you are just able to sort through your mind, however, whatever visual way you like to, whether it's files, whether it's like bricks, whether it's blocks or whatever shapes, but it's getting quiet and it's a really, really beautiful thing. I would say definitely taking care of your body. When I, I mean, goodness gracious, I would literally beat myself up at the gym and I would restrict my, my eating. I would, I would gorge like just the way I treated my body for so long was just, it makes me sad. And, you know, looking back, it's like, you know, of course I was, it's like a lot of us are kind of walking around like LOL, like inflamed and kind of sick Mm -hmm. and like not Mm -hmm. really like when your body isn't well, like your mind, like your mind isn't well, like it's honestly 
for people who may disagree, like it's, it's the truth. Like you're all so connected. We're all one. And when I really started moving the way I know my body likes to move, when I started eating the way I know my body needs to eat and think and just taking care of my physical health, it just completely transformed my mental. So mm-hmm. I would say that what else? I think intense, intense honesty and compassion. I know you mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think intense honesty with your values, intense honesty with your boundaries, intense honesty with what you want. Because when you are intensely honest with who you are, then you're not succumbing and you're not beholden and you're not pleasing and you're you're living for yourself. And when you're able to live for yourself, you can serve others. And I think that's what people get lost what get lost in and what they get really caught up in is, oh, if I people please, more people will like me or I'll be happier because people are happy. And it's like, no, it's quite the opposite. And something I forget who she heard it from, but one of my best, best friends told me this line. It was like, people like the most compassionate people actually have the strongest boundaries, mm. which is really beautiful and fascinating because there's so many people that I just hear like, really just invite chaos in their lives and they don't know why. And it's because like they're not having these boundaries and then therefore like you're hating yourself for it. But you, it's like this cyclical like sickness of just like getting yourself wrapped up in this. And there's nothing also like for anyone listening, there's nothing wrong with you. You You're not broken. You're not a bad person. It's just about being so strictly clear with who you are. Yeah, I would say those are like my top three things. Oh, I love that you touched on boundaries because I remember, you know, a couple years back, I would, you know, I would even have this like love, you know, hate relationship with boundaries. And now, you know, after someone told me, you know, what they really mean, which is basically a boundary is, you know, self-respect. So if you respect yourself, you're going to have boundaries. And after I heard that, like it connected the dots in my mind. And so now I like embrace my boundaries. I love my boundaries. I set my boundaries, you know, because it's just a form of self-respect. And I know that, you know, if I am embodying that, you know, other people around me will do the same. So that is so beautiful. And I also love how you touched on like, how you started with just staying quiet, meditating, because I truly believe that the magic lies in the most simple, mm. simple things, right? It's like, oh. yeah, like I, I can even feel it in my body when I say that. It's like, I, it's so true. It's so, so true. It's so, so true. And even like getting quiet doesn't have to be sitting on your pillow for three hours. Like literally it could be what I've started to do is walking around my neighborhood with no phone Mm. and um, like smelling the flowers, like just like, and listening to, there's this one house with like these tall bamboo and hearing them creak in the wind. I'm just like, what? Like just getting quiet with yourself. You're able to observe like the beauty within you and around you. And you're able to communicate. Like, I mean, there's so much under the umbrella of getting quiet. Like you're able to communicate, you're able to dissect, you're able to understand, you're able to respect, you're able like have reverence and, you know, meditating, I think you can make everything meditative. I think that's what's really beautiful is like, yes, I do believe like having a meditation practice, like sitting or lying down, like that is really, really important. But it doesn't mean that meditation is just, is just limited to that one thing. You can make washing dishes meditative. You can make writing, like writing's meditative. Driving is like, honestly, for me, driving is meditative. So it's, I think people just get really caught up in like doing everything exactly right. But that's one thing I know I've written, um, I've written in a couple of my blogs and talked about on my podcast is like, God and spirit isn't asking you to like, you know, get dreads and like go to Burning Man and like not wear shoes and live in the desert. They're just like, it's about having something that builds the intention. So meditating. Okay. Do you meditate with some music and some crystals and your PJs? Or are you kind of, you know, moving your body? Are you like chance? Like, what is it to you? It's doing what is, what is authentic to your soul? 
Oh, I love that <laughs> so much. Like, I have so many ideas in my mind now. It's like I love how you said everything can be meditative. So I was like instantly thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, make you know, like getting on the subway something meditative, you know, because <laughs> right now I'm not liking it at all. So <laughs> I'm gonna start making it meditative and and just fun and peaceful for me. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, that is something I'm I'm working every day to do. I know one thing, it's so silly. Like I, like yesterday, so I took longer than I expected, but I cooked this really beautiful lunch. It took like almost an hour. And then I only had 15 minutes to eat it. And I was just like, the fact that I could, I was like annoyed. I couldn't like sit and enjoy it, like whatever. (laughs) But it's like, okay, it's reminding me. I'm like, you know what? When you do have the time, like eat slower and like wash the dishes a little slower. It's like, I always laugh at myself. I'm like, Beeb's like, what are you rushing for? Like, what are you like trying to get to? Like, everything is here, like in the now. But also literally my office is here. I'm not like driving back to office. Like, my office <laughs> yeah. is like 40 paces away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to do that after this, like, because I have like so many dishes to wash right now. So I'm just going to do it slower while I, you know, make it just like meditation. I love that so freaking much, girl. Oh, oh my God. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. So now I want to get into signs. You know, you've shared all mm. about, you know, your journey with them, how you, how the rainbow is, you know, your sign. So tell me more about that. Like how, how, like, how did you discover that a rainbow was the one, you know? And like, what, what does that mean to you? So really, I guess like a way to put what signs mean is it's when you something in some way is being communicated to you and you have an emotional like soul reaction. You know, it's not just about, oh, like my favorite color blue. It's like, it's like, how could I possibly like see that? Like it just, it feels so pointed in like the most loving way. I almost said target, but targeted sounds like weird and harsh, but it's like, it just feels like there is something beautiful and higher, which there is listening and guiding you. So the rainbow, I just knew it was it because it was like, I should walk to the beach more 100%. I, you know, like there's a lot of shoulds in life and (laughs) I, easily like again like I'm very used to like doing like I could stay inside all day like I am perfectly happy here but I know I should stay outside so the fact that I was hearing go to the beach over and over again and I was like all right that's not my mind that's spirit and I trusted that and they had something to show me like that's what I knew I was like that's my sign like that's it and I love it because they like know me so well like I we are all rainbows. Like we are so colorful and magnificent and limitless. So, and then also I guess like this, the second time that like it was a really big sign, honestly, was when I looked outside the airplane. I'm like, okay, well then it's my sign. Like, and then that's when I started seeing rainbows. I remember when I, so it was, I was on the way to a girl's trip and all of us girls were actually going through really big life transitions, which was really interesting, but so healing. And I remember not only was I seeing rainbows randomly on Instagram, but my friend Lola, like she had like a really important phone call and she was like, guys, I'm so happy. I feel like a rainbow is shooting out of my head. I'm like, it gives me <laughs> no. Like, I'm like, she could have said anything, but she yeah. said that. It's just like when you hear it and see it and feel it and smell it, like you just know it's yours. And I think with signs, it's such a fun, playful way to communicate with God, with divinity, with source, however you want to call it. I sometimes like to call my team like divine squad. Like you don't have to be serious about it. I think that's a really fun thing about signs too, is for a long time, people believe that spiritualism had to be so serious and strict and studious, but it's like, they love joy. Like a lot of my guides are like old Hebrew men. And it's probably because like, I'm a silly goose. Like I love to laugh and play and dance around my room, you know? And yeah. So I think with signs, 
I mean, it can go two ways. I, I urge everyone to ask for a sign and see what comes their way because I think that really allows you to exercise your openness and your trust because like, you know, you'll get it. Like you just need to know, but also it will be something that they know you so well, they know it will catch your eye. You know what I mean? So like, for instance, I love ducks. So maybe let's say like a duck becomes one of my signs. Like I wouldn't be surprised because they know I love ducks. They're like every single time I see a rainbow, I'm like, <gasps> like I die. Like I have a seizure, you know? I mean, not good when I'm not going to have one, Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, it's just, they know you so well, they're going to make sure it catches your eye. And I think that's a really, really beautiful thing. So, but then also, for instance, this is a, a story kind of going back to like my whole like firing story is so I was like, okay, so rainbow is my like, my like affirming sign. I need a sign to show me that, that, that this is the right decision. Like I need an affirmation. And I was playing around with signs. I was like, fuck it, a seahorse. And 30 minutes later, I go, my sister sends me a TikTok of this jeweler. I go on her website looking through her jewelry. She has a seahorse ring. Oh, no and I way. Should have paid attention to it. That was spirit. Like, all right, like, cool. And I just kept playing games and they're like, bitch, we're done. So <laughs> I do not blame them. I'm so happy they pulled me out of there and I'm so, so blessed I'm here now. But, um, I think just play with it. And I think that's just the ultimate thing. I mean, what we were literally talking about earlier is like play. Spirit is playful and joyful and, you know, fun. It's not studious and weird and like boring. <laughs> yeah. And I love how you said it's just a fun, playful way to communicate with God, right? And I feel like most of us are always looking to like looking for ways. How can we communicate right with that higher force? ask for a sign, right? So like to anyone wanting to discover their sign, like, like, what do they have to do? Just ask for it? <laughs> Honestly? Yeah. Like, I think that is what's so funny. I mean, if they want to journal, if they want to pray, if they want to make a whole ceremony, the most beautiful thing about spirit is you could just pray to them in your head. I live alone. So I love talking out loud. <laughs> Which is like oh, also so fun. It's like, it was so funny because what was it? I saw this TikTok that was like what people think it's like living alone. And then like the reality of living alone. And then it was like me on my pretend podcast talking about anxiety. Like that was me. And then of course now like I have to podcast. <laughs> hilarious. but honestly literally just ask for it I think you know in a in a I don't know like in any moment and I think that's the point too is like no moment is shameful whether you think you look really goofy like in your robe and turban or you're out on the beach just be like god spirit like give me a sign. I want to know that you're here. You know, mm. you can be super specific. You can be like, show me oranges. Or mm. you can be like, surprise me. Show me the magic. I think just stating that, but then also stating gratitude. Always, the thing is about God and spirit, they don't exist for um, anything in return. But the biggest thing is just thank them. Thank them. And then, you know, that is, again, putting you on the soul level, which when you are in the soul level, you are connecting to that higher vibration, which is God and spirit. Yes. And gratitude <laughs> just like magnifies everything, right? Like, yes. Oh, I feel like so high right now. Like, seriously, I've never had like a conversation about these topics before with anyone. So this is like so new and exciting. And just the way you're, you know, just describing everything, you know, it's like it's it's magnetic. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I have so much energy right now. <laughs> what about you, girl? <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, but I have so much energy. That is one of the best things I've ever heard. I'm so excited. I'm just so happy it's Friday. Like, I feel so high vibe. I feel really excited. Like, I now want to go to the park and read and, like, journal. Like, I feel so good. And I can't wait to hear about your experience with signs and, like, you know, what you ask for and, like, what, what happens. I'm so freaking excited. I mean, I've had a little experience with signs where I've asked 
for, you know, forgot to show me yellow butterflies. And I did see them for like, uh, like, it was like a whole summer, like last year. And it was just like, mind blowing. But I feel like I have disconnected from that. So I feel like I, I need a new sign, you know, I, I need to see something. I'm, I'm going to ask for, for a sign for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I think the most, the funniest thing too, is what I caught myself doing is like, okay, where is it? Like looking for it. And then the entire time I'm stressed about it. And it's so silly because it's like, it's like so many things in life. Like it's going to come when you least expect it. It's going to come in a moment of quiet, in a moment of peace because they, because they want to catch you when you're present, because Mm -hmm. that's the only time they're going to get you. And I think that's the beauty of it. And so many things is I remember I, I got this one download from spirit. And at first I was like, does this even make sense? But it was, it was like, let mystery be the dance and gratitude be the ballroom. And I was like, what is that? Like, that's crazy. And it was just so true because like mystery is this beautiful dance with gratitude. Like it is, it's faith. And when you allow it to be joyful and beautiful and just in any way that embodies you, like the most beautiful things in life will come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, oh. I love your reaction. So, like, <laughs> first of all, whenever I asked you a question on my podcast, you were like, "Yes," I was like, "Yes," and then like your reaction to like my answers is just so great. Absolutely incredible. Thank you, honestly. Thank you so so much, baby. I've enjoyed this so freaking much we're like what like it's been like about two hours now and it just feels like so expansive and we could keep going and going and going and but yeah this was absolutely incredible thank you so much just last question can you please tell our listeners where they can find you or like if you have any offerings at the moment like just give us all your info. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at embody your soul underscore through there. You can, you know, find all, you know, my posts and the latest, you know, shindigs going on my silliness. My website is embodyyoursoul.co. That's where you can learn more about me. Uh, see if I'm the right fit for you. Read some of my blogs, listen to my podcast, embody your soul. And if you feel called to one, you can book a reading with me as well. I have various offerings and actually happening right now is on June 4th, Saturday. If you are in the Los Angeles or Orange County area, I'm having my first mediumship gallery. So Saturday, June 4th from 1130 to 1:30, it will be at Mystic Journey Bookstore, which is a vibe. I used to be a cashier there. So I love how like, um, how, you know, it's like coming together like yeah. I work there. <laughs> and it's pretty much, it's a very old school name for it, but it's just a live group reading and I'm really excited. And then, yeah, that's just, that's just my jam. And then if you are a book lover like me, you can follow me on um, Instagram at dogear.bookclub and the website is dogearbookclub.co. And I also have a podcast with that. So I got oh lots and lots to dive into. <laughs> love, love everything. So excited for you and everything that's coming for you. Thank, oh, you. thank you so much, BB. Thank you. Thank you. It was, this was incredible. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share with me your favorite part and tag me on Instagram at Creative. I would love to hear from you. See you next week.